of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, DeQuincy. Hey, everybody. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, man. Happy birthday, brother. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Um, Another blessed. year around the sun for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to see 35, although it sucks because I've had two birthdays in, during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So I really haven't been able to do anything. I'm not used to you celebrating your birthdays <laughs> during the pandemic myself. Yeah. yeah. So the most I've done, I think this year, I, I told you, we took our cats to get neutered today. And that was an adventure because they can't really eat once right. the procedure's done. And also, like, you can't feed them, like, the night before the procedure. So mm. they haven't eaten in, like, almost 24 hours. And we gave them a little bit of food, and now they're like running around here looking like crackheads trying to find anything they can eat. Like they've been inside the dog's bowl trying to eat his food and everything. It's entertaining to me. I, I feel bad for them. Now they're hungry and, and ballless. <laughs> Poor baby. But yeah, man, what's up with you? Oh, not much, man. Um, actually, I'm trying to finalize a uh, fantasy baseball draft. It's been quite an adventure trying to get that finalized. I miss playing fantasy baseball, but I, when we played, there were just so many people who didn't pay attention the entire season. So it's just, it, it got yeah, tedious. It, yeah. Like, and it definitely takes away from the fun of it. Cause it's like, you know, of course I enjoy smashing somebody nine to two to one for the week, but, you know, some competition is always welcomed. Yeah, you go look at their lineup and their starting pitcher, two of their starting pitchers are on the bench. It's like, well, what are, what are you even in, in here for, man? And also the worst, though, I'll tell you, mm. was when someone wasn't paying attention or, you know, keeping up with their team and their roster still beat you during yeah. that week. <laughs> yeah, they lucked into a victory. It's like I would rather, I would rather get clobbered by someone who was – making moves every day mm-hmm. adjusting the roster than to lose to basically you know an empty chair yeah well man uh just want to say good luck to your fancy draft and i um, hope Thanks. you can bring home the gold so let me let me ask you let me let me give you a rundown of my roster just as is right now uh, okay. the draft is still going on I had to put a timer on here because no one cares about fantasy. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Manny Machado. Okay. Corey Seager. You're doing well. Jose Altuve. Okay. Javier Baez. You were infield heavy, but continue. You Darvish. Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. Mike Yastrzemski. Dominic Smith. Leody Tavares. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Sean Manea. Uh, Tarek Skubal. Lance Lynn, Christian Vasquez, and Mike Soroka. Your outfield is going to be an issue. Yeah. 
you probably got to trade one of your middle infielders to. Yeah, I mean, at, that, at this point, like, if anything, I'll trade, I'll try and package Chapman and Manea mm-hmm. because I don't, honestly, I didn't want any Oakland Athletics on my team. But uh, <laughs> one was just, it just happened that way. So, remember so who, with the best available picks. Who was it? Was it James who, who said he didn't want any Cubs on his team? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I feel like you're hamstringing yourself when you're only picking on 29 teams. Right. Well, well, then at, 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 you know, at first I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'm just going to cut them off because of that. Mm-hmm. But if, if I can get Chapman who did pretty well last year um, and the year before and is expected to do so as well, Manea, who's a, you know, a strikeout pitcher. Um, I feel like maybe I could just package them in a deal for somebody, you know, I, you know, if I can flip them, relatively quick I, you know won't be too i'll be pleased okay. i'll put it that way oh, that's real. my goal yeah all right i understand well i i would just say hurry because Manea cannot be trusted to stay healthy yes chapman isn't he coming back chapman coming back in surgery as well uh i don't off the top of my head i don't know we are talking about Could matt right. chapman right that's where yes. he had surgery last year, like hip surgery or something. I will double check. Okay. He is. Uh... No, it looks like he's healthier at the moment. Did he not have surgery last year? Am I tripping? Like. Uh, okay yeah he did have hip surgery in 2020 okay all right no but it looks like they said he's ready to go for this year he's still 27 so Mm -hmm. hopefully his hip isn't like you know bo jackson level (laughs) then my whole plan is shot to hell and Might as well just <laughs> cut him. Don't do, man. Don't do that. Remember that year I had who did was it? It was Corey Kluber, and like his first three stars were either decent or terrible. So I dropped him, and um, Kyle picked him up, and that was the year he won the world of uh, the uh, Cy Young. Mm-hmm. This is uh, true. That's still, that still haunts me. But anyway, people didn't come here for fantasy baseball. They came for actual baseball, which was the real deal. Yeah. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to say that our podcast can be found on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and any other place that podcasts are given away for exactly free 99. So originally we were talking about how we're going to do this. We're going to split this up between uh, American league and national league and make it two podcasts. But I figured we're the season starts tomorrow and we don't want to be sitting here talking about baseball for three plus hours, but we could do that. But I don't think anybody would want to listen to us talk about for three plus hours. And so, I, don't, I didn't think you'd want to spend your birthday talking three plus hours <laughs> about baseball. 
<laughs> oh, you'd be wrong, my friend. <laughs> so we, we're going to keep it simple tonight. So first first and foremost, let's talk about our hometown team, Houston Astros. Uh, how are you feeling, buddy? Um, I'm always feeling good. I mean, as long as this lineup is still intact, um, as long as we have a legit number one starter going into the season, I'm, I always like their chances. And especially with the division, historically, I'm, I'm pretty – confident um but i gotta be honest i i don't know what's going on this year i haven't uh, really kept up You're talking about that Dur- uh, yeah during the uh during the uh, spring training okay so let's see springer is gone off to toronto you know that yes uh framber valdez who was the astros ace last year fractured his uh finger on his pitching hand oh and he's out for an indeterminate amount of time. Originally, it was suggested that he could ha- he would need to have surgery on his finger and basically be out the entire season. Um, luckily, um, he went to see a hand specialist and they checked after the swelling went down and he won't need surgery, but we still don't know when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And- so he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh- at the beginning of fracture finger, yeah, March second. Okay, so a month's gone by, no surgery is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, outlook remains optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, man, this is a guy that I've, I'm expecting big things. I was expecting big things from going into the season. The way he pitched uh, last year during the playoffs was. It's nothing short of brilliant. It was Urquidy esque uh, from 2019, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a, a blow to start the season, but you know it's a long season. As long as he's not shut down for the whole year, I would rather uh, take half season of, of Framber than the no season. Yes. And so after the news about uh, Framber's injury, the Astros went out and signed uh, Jake Odorizzi. Not a bad pickup. I mean, he's yeah. a veteran. He uh, yeah. was a one-time prospect for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, our current GM James Click was a former GM for the Rays, so he he's a guy who knows order order is pretty well. And so, going into the season, the starting rotation right now, because order is he was signed late in the spring training, so he hasn't built up the starts in order to actually start a game. The starting rotation right now, Zach Grinke, Lance McCullers Jr., Christian Javier, uh, Jose Kukurdi, and Luis Garcia. I got to tell you, man, you know, I I like that pitching lineup or that that rotation. I don't know too much about Garcia, but I've seen enough of the other four to – to look forward to it. This pitching rotation is high ceiling, low floor to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the like, who out of those five do you have the most confidence in? Oh man, I mean, I want to say Grinky. Yes, but he is thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and his fastball is average about eighty-nine miles an hour right now. Mm-hmm. And he's always a. Uh... Um, a hair pull away from just, you know, 
don't know. He, he, he's, he's got a hair trigger, I feel like. Oh, speaking of Zach, did you read that um, story in The Athletic about uh, Zach Grinky? It was like all his former uh, teammates talking about the crazy things that, that he he's done as a, as a player. I saw the headline. I didn't get a chance to read it, though. Oh, you should read it. It's an excellent article. It's like one of the guys, um, he goes talk to Zach, and the team isn't doing that well. And it's like, Zach, what do you think we should do to, like, get better? And so Zach, like, takes a moment and comes back. He said, well, the first thing I would do is trade you. He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're having a career year. Your value will never be any higher, so we should trade you for and for a prospect. It's like, these I think the whole entire premise of the article is like if you ask Zach Grinky a question or just talk to him, you better be prepared for the honest truth because he has no filter. Yeah, I mean he he definitely comes across as the guy that would yeah, that would do that, would would have no filter, would just speak his mind, be brutally honest. And uh, it's refreshing, but you know, still a little weird when you when uh, you're talking about millionaires like this. Yeah, and there was one story. He signed a ball for one of his teammates, and he signed Zach Grinky. Please don't put this up on eBay. <laughs> so yeah, he's a quirky dude. But from all accounts, everyone who plays with him loves him. So mm-hmm. I just want. I, I just want to get that story out there because I've read that article and there's so many stories in there that just caused me to just to have giggle fits. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> All right, moving on. I think the guy I trust. Wow. This is a weird thing to say, considering what I've said about this man in the past, but yep. Lance McCullers Jr. And, you know, I've said in the past, this guy could be an ace. He can be, a number four star with his performance, but he's another year removed from Tommy John surgery. Um, he doesn't have to worry about, you know, his about free agency. He knows he's in Houston for this year and the next five years. So I think he's the one that's going to take the leap forward and be the number one. By the time the season's over, he's going to be the number one starter on this team. Yeah. And, and I'm in the same boat with you, man, because I've, said the same thing. I, I've always felt like, you know, even before the surgery, before the Tommy John surgery, I always felt like, well, at best he might be a number two starter, but he, he looks like more of a number three kind of guy. But, you know, again, another year removed from, like you said, from TJ, um, you know, he got that kind of, he, you know, he kind of lucked out with the shortened season because it allowed him to, uh, to play out, you know, the, uh, to go by the, you know, the Tommy John plan, usually mm-hmm. you, know, you, you only pitch a hundred plus innings, you know, you, you stretch it out to kind of get your, you know, to get you back in the feel for it, get your rhythm going again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't, uh, he didn't miss critical time last year. Uh, and he was able to pitch into the playoffs and whatnot. He's 27. He's going into his prime. Uh, I think, he has a lot of doubters, even though he was, and especially since he was awarded this contract mm-hmm. extension. Um, and that, you know, that's myself included. I, I've never, you know, I've never, uh, like we said, we, we've always had our doubts about him. And 
27. You're in the prime of your life, the prime of your career. This Thanks is for this, making me feel know. old. Thanks. <laughs> you're still there. You're still, you're still young. Um, this is a chance to, to prove all the doubters wrong, to really come into his own. Um, and, you know, put, put this rotation on his back, which, you know, he's always had the attitude, like, you know, he's, he wants to do that. So then do it. So, yeah, that's the guy. Um, Going to the bullpen, um, my um, bold prediction about the bullpen is Anoli Paredes will be the closer by the time the season ends. Mm. This isn't in me shitting on Ryan Presley. He's a he's a fine clo- closer, but there were times that we saw last year that he would be shaky in the clutch. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a if it's a three run game and he comes in, his his lights out. But it's if it's a one run game, he's gonna put a man on base and you're gonna be sweating bullets for the rest of the game. So I think um, Paredes will be the closer by the end of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just looking at this this rotation or not this rotation, but this uh, uh, pitching roster. I mean, you have a lot of guys who are under thirty years old. I mean, the mm-hmm. majority of your pitching staff is under thirty. Granky's thirty seven. Presley, the closer is 32. Joe Smith is 37. And Austin Pruitt is 31. And that's it, man. Everybody else is young, you know. It's a ridiculous amount of guys who have under two years of experience in baseball. Javier, Garcia, Ucruti, um, Paredes, T- uh, Blake Taylor, who else? Brooks Raleigh, Brooks Raleigh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Abreu. Brian Belak, it's it's just a lot of guys got their experience in that sixty game season last year. They got their experience in the sixty game season and in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Christian Javier Paredes, uh, Scrub was in the, uh, pitched in the playoffs at, at one point, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Taylor pitched in the playoffs. Urquidy was dominant in twenty nineteen. Um, you know, I feel like this is, this is a, like, it's one of those opportunities for the youth movement, the youth movement to, um, to really come into its own at the right time to really uh, um, establish itself as, as, you know, a team that can contend without like a huge ace pitcher at the moment, Mm -hmm. you know, a team that can that can develop that guy and uh, develop a solid pitching staff around him. Yeah, yeah. And everything you say is true, but uh, for me, the reason that they it doesn't matter they have a bona fide ace is because this lineup. Right. Now let's go <laughs> to course. that right now. So so far, um, this is on Fangraphs because the Astros haven't officially announced their. <laughs> 26 man roster the roster spot went up by one this year mm-hmm. we're looking at this is the lineup they have for the astros jose altuve 
lead off them. Michael Brantley, Oz Redman, Kyle Tucker, Carlos Correa, Jordan Alvarez, Yuri Gurriel, Miles Straw, and Martin Maldonado. So I know what the biggest question on my mind is about this lineup, but I want you to go first. The biggest question. So we're we're talking uh, about the lineup. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. there's one glaring question that I have about this lineup. I think you you got the same thing, but I'm gonna let you go first, like always. Yeah, who's gonna fill that George Springer role? Is there anybody that can? Ooh, that's not the question I was gonna ask. I got the answer for that, though. So. Probably no. No, the here's the answer. If Malstrow plays defense and is and is com- uh, competent at the plate, then Jordan Alvarez will make up for um, Springer's production. Mm-hmm. That's the best case scenario. That's yeah. that's what we need to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, the question I the question on my mind is uh, what Jose Altuve are we getting? Mm-hmm. That's a huge question because if we get the guy that we had. Uh, for our, the 2020 regular season, and then that's going to be a problem, especially if he's hitting lineup for the majority of the season. That's, but if he's the guy that he was in the playoffs, look, throwing the fielding errors aside, if he hits like that again, then this team can be one of the premier offenses in the American League again. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's a horrible line, even even during a sixty game shortened season. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Batting. Here's the thing about this about that season. Any stat that came through last year, you can just chalk it up to the twenty twenty season and be completely correct. You want to talk about Jose Altuve or um, uh, what's his name on the Brewers? Christian Yelich. Yeah, Yelich. You want to talk about the horrible seasons? You just say, "Oh, it was 2020. It was a weird season. Spring training started back up. It started and stopped and started back up. It was just weird." Or you can look at someone who had an excellent season like Trevor Bauer and be like, "Oh, he only made 13, 14 starts. It, it, it really doesn't matter. He may have been using something on his fingers. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink. But anything you want to say about 2020, the good and the bad, you can just throw it out." So for me personally, I think I'm gonna take faith in Carlos. I'm sorry, uh, Jose Altuve's career, and say he. I'm not gonna say that he's gonna hit like he did back in 2017, but if he's hitting like let's say 295 with a 340 on base percentage, you take that every day. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it has to be an improvement from last year. Basically, yeah. anything above last year is 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 needed. Yeah, um, if he hits like he's had, he has in the past, if Alex Bregman is fully healthy and is hitting like he did in twenty nineteen, and sorry, Kyle Tucker, like if he just takes another step forward, this could be the best offense in the American League. Yeah. But, um, man, that's a lot of ifs. I need Jose Altuve to hit like he did before. I need Alvarez to come back 
like he was before he got hurt. Yuli Guriel, who knows? Miles Straw, I mean, we know what he can do defensively. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really tough, I think. You know, the the departing of George Springer leaves a huge hole in your, your offense. I mean, he's a leadoff hitter who can hit 30 home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just don't see that very often anymore. Um, I want to talk about one person in the minors that you keep an eye on, Pedro Leon. Uh, he's a amateur free agent signed out of Cuba this year. Uh, just keep an eye on him. From all reports that I've seen and heard, they expect him to make a quick extension, ascension up the minors. So he may be playing center field for the Astros this year. So just keep an eye out for him. Yeah, man, I feel fairly confident about the Astros winning the AL West again. And I think that says more about their um, more about their division than them. Cause I don't I don't I definitely don't see Texas or um, Seattle making a run at anything. Um Ooh, I said that. My girlfriend looked at me. And she's gonna. Oh, I said Seattle bad. Yeah. She's gonna claw my eyes out. Um, <laughs> we'll continue. Um, the Angels are the Angels. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Um, how do you feel about Oakland? Oh man, they are. They are the definition of a wild card team mm-hmm. because one year they're really, really good. The next year they stink and they just kind of go, they're very inconsistent. I feel like. And I, you just never know what you're going to get mm-hmm. from this team. And you know they have they have some talent. They have some good players on their team, but but for me it just feel, it seems like they just play over their head. Mm-hmm. And then when the playoffs come, they don't have any like they're a B plus team that can reach that A minus that A plus level. But it's when it comes to a pure talent thing, they don't have the talent like say the Yankees have, right. So they can beat up on they can beat up on lesser teams or even catch a better team if during the season because it's 162 and you're not going out all the time. But when it gets down to the playoffs and you're playing the quote unquote better team seven times, the better team's gonna win. And usually that's not the A's. Mm-hmm. And going back to the Angels, man, I just I really want Mike Trout to get in the playoffs. Of course. He's the best player in baseball, and he's never been to the playoffs? No, they went once. Once, like okay. Sec- first or second year, full year, they went to the playoffs, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's a terrible thought. That's a terrible thing to say. 
And the problem with them is the same problem they've had for about the past three, four years. Their pitching is just abysmal. I mean, you're going to have to hope that Shohei Atane becomes the ace. Mm-hmm. But he's coming. What, this is his second year back from Tommy John surgery, correct? Yes. But he played last year as a hitter, didn't yeah. he? Are they still doing the dual thing with him? Yes. I caught a couple of games of his on spring training when he was pitching. He looked good. He looked damn good. Hey, if he can do it, more power to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Los Angeles, while they, they can never get that pitching down, I mean, they always throw a lot of money at the offense. It just seems like that's all they can do. And also, they throw it at their own people. Yeah, I think. No, I, pre- go oh, go ahead. Ahead. I was gonna say the only, I think the only person that they throw a free agent that they throw money to that's in their prime was Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Justin Upton was slightly out when they paid him. Albert Pujols was definitely out of his prime yeah. when they paid him. Um, and I thought, just based on just the way they operate, I really felt like he was going to wind or uh, they were going to wind up signing George Springer. Oh, I really thought they were getting uh, Bauer. It's like, this is your biggest need starting pitching. And mm-hmm. here's the, the premier pitcher on the market and you can't get him. Right. And then to not even get Springer who would just add to the depth of that roster. I mean, the, the lineup at least would be really good, but. At the very, you could have took them away from the Astros, you know, help yourself, hurt your enemies. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk about the Astros a little bit later. We're going to be doing our playoff brackets. But uh, for now, let's let's open it up a little bit and talk about the rest of the league. We're going to start the National League. And like I said earlier, we were trying to figure out how to talk about all these teams without spending three and a half hours on a mic. And um, this, I'm sorry, we got wild animals running around here. Yeah, lock them up. So we're going to start with the National League. And um, so this, this will... This thing happens every year in baseball where a team that fell out that didn't make the playoffs a year before makes a just just makes a crazy run and makes it the uh, the next year after. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk about, you know, starting, you know, we're going to go through the teams that didn't make the playoffs last year and try to predict who's going to make it this year. And we're going to do the same thing with the American League. And so on and so forth. You ready? Yes. So. In the National League, here are the teams that did not make the playoffs. And and that was 2020. You didn't make the playoffs when they were, what, eight? Yeah. <laughs> like, were you even trying? Okay. Here's who didn't make it. From, from the East, the Philadelphia Phillies, New York Mets, and Washington Nationals. From the Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And from the West, San Francisco Giants, Colorado Rockies, and Arizona Diamondbacks. So most of those teams you can count out again. 
to not make the playoffs. Yeah. But right off, like, right off the bat, the Pirates, the Rockies, and Diamondbacks. All yeah. out. Central and West, that's it. That's a wrap. Um, the East could very well be the best division in baseball this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a nail-biter to the end, I feel like. Even if the Marlins drop off and aren't competitive, like they have been in the past, um, those four other teams are built to win and built to win now-ish. Okay, so pick your team or teams, whichever way you want to go. Because I already see one. I think we're going to pick the same one, to be honest with you. To, to make the playoffs that didn't? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. I got to pick two. Are you going to pick two? I'll pick two. All right. I'll now, we're with... doing playoffs brackets later, so I hope you remember this when you pick your teams. Yes. All right. Good. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with the Phillies mm-hmm. and the Mets. I think the Nationals are going to fall out again. So Phillies and Mets, I agree with you in the Mets. I think the additions they made, getting uh, Lindor and uh, Carrasco. That is crazy they got those guys. For a song. (laughs) We'll talk about Cleveland later, but you know I have a problem with cheap owners. Mm-hmm. You, you know that. But yeah, but yeah, I have number one with the bullet, the New York Mets. In fact, like every projection side I see has them winning the East this year. So we both pick. And the Phillies, I thought about the Phillies, but their bullpen was just god awful last year and it doesn't seem like they did anything to make it better that's my only concern no that's fair I think that's a fair assessment and if I had to make a sneaky play I really want to say watch out for the Giants really yeah A little sneaky play. The only problem is they're they're in the division with two Titans right now, so that might be a little difficult for them. Mm-hmm. So I have the Mets, and you have both the Mets and the Phillies making the playoffs. So staying in the National League, here are the teams that made the playoffs last year: Atlanta Braves, Miami Marlins, the Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, Cincinnati Reds, Milwaukee Brewers, Los Angeles Dodgers, and San Diego uh, Padres. So who's not making the playoffs? Uh, I think obviously not Cincinnati and Miami will probably miss out. The Cincinnati and Miami? Yeah. Miami, okay. My, my response with this was just the entire NL Central, which goes to the one, what I want to talk about. I have never seen an entire, like, division just stop trying 
like I know the Pirates are doing their 20th rebuild and 23 season or wherever the crap's are, but no other team in the division seems to give a damn about winning. Yeah, I mean, it's like ever since the Astros left that division, that team, that that team is just, that. Or, I'm sorry, that division has just been erratic. Even with the Cubs winning the World Series, it's that was like the one bright spot of that division in the past 10 years. The Cubs are trying to pull off what the Red Sox have done the last couple last few years, just being this high market team that doesn't seem interested in spending money or winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you see that contract offer they uh, gave to uh, Rizzo? No. Oh, it was like half of what uh, Paul Goldsmith got. Wow. They're they're not like they're not even trying. The Cardinals, while they did go out and make the trade for Nolan Arenado, their outfield is still a dumpster fire. In fact, let me go look at it right now so I can tell you the thing outfield for them. Yeah, they've always uh the Cardinals have just always they always seem to get guys like just over their prime, like just right after their primes, like on the very tip of the downslide. Yeah, this is how you know their um, outfield is trash. I go to look at their starting lineup, and all three outfielders are on the bottom third of the lineup Tyler O'Neill, uh, Dylan Carlson, and Justin Williams. That looks like the projected uh, starting. Uh, outfield for the Cardinals. I can just hear the who going on in your <laughs> right. hair right now. Yeah. It, like you have this is a very, very top top heavy lineup. It's uh, Paul Goldsmith, Nolan Arenado, and then pray the guys at the bottom luck into some hits or some walks. <laughs> I don't even know who to pick to win this division. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe the Brewers. Just because they have the best player in in that division, right? Mm-hmm. And Yelich and a decent pitching staff. But I, I don't even – I couldn't even tell you who, who who might come – you know, who could come in second at this point. It's gonna be like I wouldn't be surprised if you know that's no bold prediction. The winner of the um National League Central will not finish above 500. It's gonna be 81 and 81. And I'm I'm going with the Brewers. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting them. I got a bounce back year in the making for Christian Yelich. Yeah, this, this is a weird season or a weird division where. The, the team that wins the division could very well finish last in the division in the same season. Like it just, they're all just kind of built to, to, eat, to yeah, they're all built to lose, but somebody has to win. Yeah. These four teams, Milwaukee, Chicago, Cincinnati, St. Louis, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they all finished like five games within each other. Mm-hmm. 
and then Pittsburgh, you know, barely hitting 60, but still. It'll be like a sadder, pathetic, more pathetic version of the NL East where, like, everybody's, like, kind of just padding it out for the for the top spot where everybody in the East is going to be clawing and scratching for the top spot. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is, because this is baseball and all you need is a good two weeks, the winner of this division will go to the World Series. <laughs> That's crazy, crazy. All right, let's go. Any other teams in the National League you wish to speak of? We, I, man, I think we got to talk about the Padres. You know, I didn't talk about them because we are going to talk about them in the playoffs. But, yeah, let's talk about the Padres right now. Oh, okay. Oh. No, let's go. I mean, is this the team that's going to beat the Dodgers? I mean, at this point, they if- – it honestly felt like they were the only team in the National League that was trying. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Let me not say it because New York definitely was trying this year. So sorry. But yeah, they went out, they made the trades, they, they spent the money. Uh, in fact, let me give me a moment. Let me pull up their roster right now. It's been so long that I forgot who. Well, okay. So they traded for you, Darvish, traded for Blake Snell. Um, did they trade? Oh, they trade for Joe Musgrove? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, it happened back in January. And they have one of the better lineups in the National League. Look, if you got to fight a dragon, fight, fight it with everything you got. And that's what the Padres have done. They're going up against the Juggernaut and the, and the Dodgers, and there's no back down in this team. Yeah. It is a, uh, it's an impressive lot uh, you know, roster that they've assembled in just two years. The only thing I heard some is Mike Clevenger having Tommy John surgery. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. He had Tommy John surgery. Like what was that? Last November. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like right after they traded for him, they found out he needs surgery. And uh, the Indians were running away screaming, no takey backsies. (laughs) But it's still a solid rotation, man, with Mm -hmm. Hugh Darvish and Blake Snell at the top. And just that lineup, man, that lineup is going to mash. The only only question I have about this lineup is Eric Hosmer and Will Myers. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Fed is coming back from being stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, we shouldn't laugh about that, but still, that's like, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, a professional player getting stabbed in the offseason. I mean, stuff hasn't happened since like the 70s. Mm-hmm. But I really like this team. They were the I'm looking for. They were trying the entire offseason to get better. One of the few teams that actually did. And, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they come on, man. You want to talk about the Padres? Talk about the Padres. Love them. Love them. Well, they gave Tatis Jr. that contract extension. So there's yeah. there's a lot of expectations there, a lot of uh trust in this guy. You know, as young 
he is to get that kind of that kind of deal. Fourteen uh, years, three hundred and forty million. Yeah, uh, Machado. I mean, he's he's still in his prime, and he's a power hitter. You know, a power hitting third baseman. You know, something that every team would love to have. Um, Profar hit pretty well, I believe, last year. So, and he's still only 28. I mean, he's he still has something to prove, I think. Um, this is a solid lineup. Again, you're right. As long as Hosmer and Myers um, show up to play, this is a really solid lineup and probably the second best in the, in the league behind the Dodgers. You know what Eric Hosmer reminds me of? Remember when um, Jason Worth got that huge yeah. contract from the Nationals and we were, people oh, yeah. were wondering why would they do that? That's what that kind of feels like. It's like the signal that you're ready to start winning before you actually start winning. Mm-hmm. And what was his contract? Eight years, $144 million. So another five years of that contract. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about. We'll say where we think they'll end up later on. Um, anything else for any other National League teams? I think we talked about the ones that we're talking about. I think that's it. I mean, I feel like the Braves are going to be pretty good. That they just always seem to have a, a good young pitching rotation that. Um, they're getting Soroka back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked um, good in his last spring training game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who else? Uh, the, the the lineup is usually. I mean, it's a still a good lineup with Freddie Freeman and Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Acuna. I mean, geez, guy's one of the best young hitters in baseball. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. So moving on to the American League. Look at the teams that did not make the playoffs last year. And the each, you had the Baltimore Orioles and the Boston Red Sox, the Central, Kansas City Royals, and the Detroit Tigers, and in the West, the Seattle Mariners, the Los Angeles Angels, and the Texas Rangers. This may be a terrible g- game over here because I don't see any of these teams. I don't either. <laughs> Baltimore and Boston are still rebuilding. Makes sense for Baltimore, less so for the Red Sox. Um, with the Tigers are rebuilding, the Royals, I don't see them being better than the three other teams in that division. And mm-hmm. like we spoke of earlier, both the Rangers and the Mariners, the Rangers more than the Mariners are retooling their teams, so that leaves the Angels. No, I just I don't think it's going to happen. Like, in order for a team to, like, sneak up on, you need to have, like, some young guys having the career years and, like, a couple of veterans that are still good. And I feel like that describes the Mariners more than the Angels. Mm-hmm. Like, if we look up in May and the um, – the Mariners are leading the division by like two games. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, oh, they're having the 2015 Astros run. Yeah, they they just always seem like they're on the cusp of 
they're young players putting it together and they just, they still haven't, I mean, you just, you get that feeling like this year's getting a little bit closer. This could be the year that they kind of break out of, you know, they could potentially break out. Um, and so who knows? I mean, this, it might just be delayed by another year for all we know. Yeah. You know what? We got to pick uh, – well, we don't have to, but I'm going to pick a team, and I'm sticking – I'm just going my gut. I'm, I'm saying the – but who the hell would I take out then? That's the question. Ah, well. You know, let's have fun. I pick. Let me pick the Mariners. Okay. I'm picking the Mariners, though. So, American League teams that did make the playoffs last year. You have Tampa Bay Rays, New York Yankees, and the Toronto Blue Jays from the East, from the Central, the Minnesota Twins, Chicago White Sox, and Cleveland Indians, and from the West, the Oakland Athletics and the Houston Astros. I got my eye on one team. Minnesota Twins? Nope. Oh. Same division. White Sox? Nope. Oh, the Indians? Yes, because fuck their chief owner. Yeah. I mean, they they gave everything they had. They they gave up all their, their two best players. Three, really. Even though Clevenger's hurt, but. Yeah, you want to be bad, you can be bad. And their outfield has been bad for two years in a row. I'm. I don't want to pay any more attention to them we ha- than we have to. And I feel bad for the Cleveland fans because they deserve better than this. But if your owner just wants to be a cheapskate complaining about, oh, we lose money year after year, but you don't want to sell the team. <laughs> like, I feel like you're, you're playing in my face and I don't appreciate that. It's like major league all over again. Yeah, so he can he can go he can go somewhere, and the Cleveland the Cleveland, I'm sorry, the Cleveland baseball team. God, yeah, we gotta get used to saying that because they will not be the Indians for two months longer. Hopefully, yeah, I just just stop wasting my time. Get out of here. Are they changing the name as well? They are changing the name, but I don't know when. Oh wow, I did not know that. I, I thought they were just only getting rid of Chief Wahoo. Oh, they got rid of that, but I, you know what? I swear that happened all season, but let me check. I'm on the Cleveland. Yeah, oh, first Cleveland Indians name change. Yeah, they will drop their their uh their Indians name. Yeah, that was. Now, I don't know when that's going to happen. The problem is, like, everything is, is litigation. What happens is, like, people will squat on, will, um, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, not patent, but basically they'll squat on team names so the teams themselves can't use them without paying the person you know, X amount of money. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening right now. A lot of the team name, like the Cleveland Spiders and the Cleveland, um, oh, there's another one. Basically, people have squat on and they can't, they can't use it without paying those people off. Right. 
trademark those names. Yeah. Listen. Some people got some some names on here. What am I on? Some website. Let's see. The bootleggers, the rockers, the river fire, the spiders, and the naps. Before changing their franchise name in 1915, the Cleveland, the Indians were originally the Cleveland Naps, named in honor of their star second baseman, Napoleon Knapp Laudry. Those all stink. The Cleveland Rockers is probably the worst of the bunch. That's is that's worse than River Fire? Yes. Oh. Because we all know what that means. Yes, that's that not song good. isn't that great anyways and it they don't rock. They just have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's still better than River Fire. How would you like your team to be remembered for the one time? Oh, sorry, hold on. I hate these damn things that just start playing as soon as you go to the page. It's so yeah. fucking annoying. Uh, sorry. Like the Cleveland River fires, like oh, remember the one t- the time our river caught on fire because it was so polluted? Yeah, we're gonna name our team after that. No, I don't know. I'm just glad I'm not the one who has to pick the name because there's no. They should just do like uh, like soccer teams do and just call themselves the. Cleveland professional or the Cleveland baseball team, whatever, and leave it at that. Baseball club. Yeah, there you go. The CBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can all agree that there's nothing worse than the Houston Texans. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's taken about. 20 years for me to get used to that name and I hated it from the moment I heard it. I still oh. wish they would change it. God, me too. Um, so I picked the Indians. That's not the only team I'm going with. I'm also picking the Tampa Bay Rays to fall out. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like the Blue Jays would miss out before the Rays. Look at the Tampa Bay Rays real quick. I mean, the only person I recognize on their in their on their pitching staff is Hyunjin Ryu. From okay, I'm looking at the Rays starting pitcher tired glass now. Ryan Yarbrough, Chris Archer, Rich Hill, Michael Walker. Rich Hill still out here getting a paycheck. Congratulations. Yeah. Michael Walker, too. Walk a flock of flame. <laughs> who is somehow only 29. Mm-hmm. Former uh Cardinals prop pitching mm-hmm. prospect. But the Blue Jays, like their their pitching staff, doesn't scream playoff contender. That lineup is good. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but is that pitching staff strong enough to you know to overcome the Yankees and 
even the Red Sox, I mean, they could surprise you, but um, I, even the Rays, I, I don't, I think, the, you know, the Rays at this point are, are better than them. You know what? You're right. Let me switch. I'm taking the, I'm keeping the Rays in, taking the Blue Jays out. Mm-hmm. So I took two teams out? What about you? Uh, Indians and Blue Jays, yeah. Oh, I'm also taking the athletics out. I think the Mariners replaced them. Okay. Fair. Sorry, I'm currently looking for my pen. It seems to have disappeared on me. Oh, there it is. How do you feel about the uh, the White Sox? They have a very good lineup. Mm-hmm. Lucas Giolito might really be. I mean, uh, what am I trying to say? Cy Young contender. Yeah, like he's. This should be that like breakout year, that real big breakout year because um, because he was good in 2019. Didn't really get a full gauge of him in 2020. Um, but he is uh, almost hitting his prime. And if he was by all, by all accounts he would have had a really good 2020 season mm-hmm. if it was the full if it was a full season so i think that just carries over and translates well into 2021 the only thing about the um chicago white Sox is i really like them but losing uh eloy jimenez really hurts them he's gonna be out for five four to five months with a recurring from a i believe it's a torn peck yeah. He's such a huge force in our lineup. Um, man. I really like him, though. All right. So, talked about what seems making it, what seems won't. So, it's time to get down to this playoff bracket, my friend. Dumb things that will never come true. So, Anthony, we'll start with the National League. Who do you think ends up with the number one uh, record? Uh, it's got to be the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a foregone, foregone conclusion at this point. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't see – I think the, the Padres will get them a good run for their money, but they're still uh, – they're still the class of this league. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, who wins the NL East and the NL Central? NL East, um, man, that is tough. You got two between New York, New York Mets, Washington, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Miami. I'm gonna still say Atlanta. I believe they won the division last year. I think they're still gonna. I think that's going to carry over into this season. Okay. 
All right, so if I had to pick, my winner would be. I'm picking the Mets in New York. Somebody had to, right? Yep, somebody has to. All right, and then for the American League Central, who do you got? They go the National League Central. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, my bad. National League Central. Uh, <laughs> boy, does it really even matter? <laughs> um, the Cardinals. Of course, it matters because it's one of the damn teams is going to win and make it to the uh, World Series. Just watch. So you pick. Oh no, Cardinals. I'm sorry. I said. Uh, I said the Brewers earlier. I mean, I was kind of talking about them. All right, so we're going with uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to Milwaukee makes it 81 81. And give me your two wild cards. Uh, Mets and uh, Phillies. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is this a is this an eight team? No, we're back to normal. Oh, we are back to normal. Yes. Oh, man. Um, no, then, uh, Mets and Padres. I'm taking uh, Atlanta. I'm taking the Braves and San Diego. So let's go to wild card who wins for you is the Mets versus the Padres for me is the Atlanta versus the Padres and we're going all the way through huh? uh, I'll go with the Padres alright I also will pick the Padres so in the second round Atlanta versus Milwaukee who you got Atlanta. Okay. Mine's is New York Mets versus Milwaukee. And uh, once again, Milwaukee loses. Moving on the other side. Uh, for you, it is the Dodgers versus the Padres. Who you got? Dodgers and Padres? Yep. Because mm. the two wild card teams will play each other. For you, that's the yeah, Mets that's right. and the Padres. And then the winner of that will go take on the number one seed, which you have as the Dodgers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, man, let's go with the let's go with the Padres. I'm gonna mix it up this year. All right, I too win with the with the Padres, and then and then the National League Championship Series. You have the Padres versus the Braves. I have the Padres versus the Mets. Who's your winner and your NO champ? Braves. You're going Braves? Yes. I'm not getting off this crazy train. I'm taking San Diego all the way, all to, the the way. World, to the World wow. Series. All right. Let's go over to the American League. Who is your number one seed? I'm picking a team we didn't even talk about because there was no need to talk about them because they're so good. Uh, New York Yankees, they're going to finish with the best record in the American League. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with the Yankees. I think that's – you can't go wrong picking them. It's number right. one. Who do you have winning the AL Central? 
Uh, AL Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, choices are Minnesota Twins, Cleveland professional <laughs> baseball team, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, and the Detroit Tigers. I'll go with uh, Chicago White Sox. I really didn't think about this one too much because I like the White Sox, but I still think the Twins are better. Yeah, that Jimenez injury is really hurting, so I will pick Minnesota. Okay. And for the AL West, Astros. Yep, we are the same mind right there. Yeah. Pick your two wild cards, my friend. Um, two wild cards. I will go with Tampa mm-hmm. and Oakland. Tampa and Oakland. I too will go with Tampa. I'm thinking, uh, should I take that back? That whole Seattle thing. Should I, should I be a coward? Bro, hell no! We're putting the Mariners in the playoffs, baby. Let it ride. Woo! There you go. If I didn't, she was gonna hit me. All right, wild card: Tampa Bay versus Oakland for you. For me, it's Tampa Bay versus Seattle. Who you got winning that one game? Tampa and Seattle. Yours is Tampa and Oakland. Mine is Tampa Tampa and Oakland. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tampa. Uh, We both have Tampa going on. Uh, let's go to the bottom second round Chicago White Sox versus Houston Astros minus the Minnesota Twins versus the Houston Astros 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 same here going back to number one New York versus Tampa Bay for both of us who you got uh, New York uh, agreed and for the umpteen time the AO a championship series will be the Houston Astros versus the New York uh, Yankees. Who do you have coming out of the American League? Um, I'm sorry, say that again? For American League Championship Series, you have the Astros versus the Yankees. Who wins? Home team all the way. Go with the all Astros. Right. You're going with the Astros. I'm going with the New York Yankees. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, World Series, yours is Houston versus Atlanta. Mine is New York versus San Diego. Your World Series champ shall be? Let's let it ride with the Astros all around. Uh, you're picking the hometown team. And how many games? Seven. And Seven. I'm picking the New York Yankees to win the championship in six. Nice. Very nice. The girlfriends give me the side. I got your team to the playoffs. It's not my fault they played a better team. Uh, and all we have, let's talk about the individual awards. Who's your NL MVP? NL MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. 
I'll go with Acuna. If he's leading the, the teams of the World Series, he's got to be the MVP. Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm also going with a young guy. I'm going with, uh, damn, I forgot his name that fast. This is a problem getting old. You just forget stuff. Don't laugh at me over there. I'm going with Fernando Tatis Jr. Wow, that yeah. is that is a bold prediction if I ever heard one. Yeah, I'm picking all young guys. Uh, American League MVP. I think we can say it all at once together in unison. No, we can't because I have no idea. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, no, we can't because I'm not picking Mike Trout. Really? Okay. Really? Okay. Who are you picking? That is a very good question because you I'm trying to pick a person from a team that, um, you know, made the playoffs. And so it's definitely not going to be anyone from Houston. I don't think they're giving us any, anybody who was on that 2017 team any kind of support. So I am going to go look at the Yankees roster. You just give me. Garrett Cole. I think he will. He's a better Cy Young. Um, God, I wanted to give it to Aaron Judge, but can he stay healthy? That is the three hundred million dollar question. Hmm. You know what? I'm giving it to him. Going with uh, the. I'm going with Judge. Okay. You can't, I mean, it's hard to pick against them. Mm-hmm. And for you, good sir? My trout. Oh, you're picking trout? Sorry. Yeah. Remember, I got all excited. I thought we were going to say it together in unison uh, uh, as one. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that I ruined it. I, really <laughs> am, but I was. I love Mike Trout and I love watching, but I just. I think the, the voters are going to. They're done giving it to a guy who can't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Research. So, who do you have for the NL Cy Young? Wow, that that is a good question. Hmm. Um. Wow, that's a really good question. I feel like if what's his name? What's oh, you know what? I'll go with a, a wild card. Walker Bueller. I think he's coming into his own. I'll pick a Dodger that's not Clayton Kershaw. Okay. Old man over there. Um, God, I wish I had done more. Let's 
That's a hard question because I don't know any of the damn pitchers in this league. Besides, <laughs> besides Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. He's like, oh, I should have thought of this better. In fact, let me go look at the NL Cy Young odds for 2021. The op- the favorite is uh, of course Jake Degrom. Okay. Uh, Pig Bueller, he has the fourth best odds according to this one side I'm looking at. Um, God, I really want to pick the Soroka, but he's just coming off the injury. You know, I'm going to pick. I had a little under the radar season last year. I'm picking uh, Jack uh, Flaherty. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm picking. Good stuff. I like it. He might win, and it's going to be like uh, how, uh, what's his name? What was that picture for the Mariners? That guy had great picture. Oh, Jose Fernandez? No, not Fernandez. Um, um, the king, whatever. The one who died? But the Mariners, no, he's still with us. He's just old and not as good. Mariners. I thought you said Marlins. I'm sorry, sorry. Mariners. Uh, Felix Felix Hernandez. Oh, uh, yeah, Felix Hernandez. I think it's going to be Felix. one of those. Yeah, where he like, um, he, he has like a barely over 500 record, but the rest of his stats are so great that they can't deny him the Cy Young. That's why I see it. I still think the the uh, team's gonna suck. I'm not even talking about your team. I'm talking about the Cardinals. Oh, probably. You couldn't even remember the name of your greatest pitcher on, on your team's ever has. I, so you, you, you. Shush. <laughs> All right, go over American League Cy Young. Who you got? Oh boy. The overall, the betting favorite right now is Garrett Cole. Yeah. It's Cole, um, Shane, Shane Bieber. Yeah. Lucas Giolito, Tyre Glass now. And then he, um, Ryu. Ryu. Who do you looking? <laughs> um, you know what? I'll go with Giolito. I, I was talking about him earlier leading the White Sox. Um, you know, the odds on favorite is. Is obviously cold, but you know, let's see what Giolito's got. Oh, should I hold one second? Right. Um, the favorites stay the favorites. I'm gonna go with Garrett Cole. Sure. And go and look at the odds for the, our MVPs. You picked Acuna, and he's currently fifth, eight to one. And I picked Tatis, and he is. No, I'm sorry, Acuna is fourth. Tatis is fifth. The oh, the favorite right now in the National League is Juan Soto. Followed by Mookie Betts and Corey Ooh. Bellinger. Oh, do you want to change? 
What's over? What's that? That's for a National League MVP. Oh, I haven't picked yet. Uh, yeah, you pick Acuna. Oh, did I? Oh, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was just asking if you want to change because uh, Juan Soto is the favorite. Well, he's well, he's tied with bets. I'm looking at the odds. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with uh, Acuna. Okay. And then in the American League, top five are Mike Trout, of course, Alex Bregman, Aaron Judge, Jose Ramirez, and Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. And you pick Trout, number one. I pick Judge, number three. Four, Alex, uh, Alex Bregman could hit 77 home runs. They're not going to get him the MVP. No. <laughs> All right, man. Then we're done. We got a World Series champions. We got our awards. Uh, that's about it. Just in time for uh, Thursday's uh, opening day. Yes, going to put this one out a little bit early. Usually we have podcasts on Monday and Friday, but since the season starts tomorrow, we're going to put it out tomorrow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good luck to everybody. Go Astros. Happy birthday, DQ, once again. Thank you, sir. Let's get out of here. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of our Falcon Winter Soldier Breakdown and uh, whatever sports we can find. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. I have an idea for, uh, because since we used to work at the Astros, remember, mm-hmm. all those years ago, had all that fun. Oh, speaking of I, which, I ran into, uh, wasn't it, Pat, who used to be over by the escalator? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ran to her fiesta yesterday. Oh, very cool. Yeah. How's she doing? She's good. She says she missed you. She said hello. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll message her on, on Facebook sometime. Yeah. But yeah, continue your idea. Sorry. Uh, remember all the fun we had setting up all the giveaways? Yes. For so many years. Well, I think I've got a, a, a good idea for a giveaway, mm-hmm. which I guess we could do for 2022 since he's injured and is going to miss some time. What about a Framberger egg? A Framberger. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit how long it took me to catch that, but yeah. Are we sure? What you're I'm not the- is, you're not embarrassed to say that that is a damn good idea. That is such a dad joke. I'm shocked that I didn't come up with it. That <laughs> uh, throws on that huge <laughs> Go away. No, no uh, player would ever want to be referred to as being as fragile as a... Uh, I'm not going to repeat that pun. Oh, you, yes. That's what you said. A Fraberge egg for Framber Valdez. Fraberge egg. Yes. It's, that's the daddest dad baseball dad joke. And they can't be proud of himself. You just, of course. It's a great idea. And it'll be a hot item. Well, too bad that we don't know anyone who works there anymore. Right. <laughs> to get that done. All right. I'm done with you. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, man. I'm be laying this in bed at night thinking about that and unable to sleep. So thanks for that. It's <laughs> no yeah. my birthday gift to you. Thanks, buddy. All right. We're out of here. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later, babies. Thank you.